Abyss is don't don't knock that on the floor. Don't Abyss don't Wait. do. God damn it! Is she being kitty? She's being she's being dick kitty right now. Can you? <laughs> what are you doing now? She's just hey, walking hey, around my studio. Oh, you. That's a pen. Yes, thank you very much. Are the biggest? Notice she's no, not going to dump her cup. Not the not the silly pen. No. Oh, bad kitty. Can, can you bad kitty? <laughs> This is just gotten out of control. <laughs> this is just and and the smug look on her face. This yep. is my home. Mm-hmm. This it is was my, smug. This it is was, my I home. Could, now she's no, looking I, for more stuff. Stop it! Hey, We're going to start a show. Hey, hey, get the get the don't, water bottle. Don't do it. What are you going to do? Throw Spike? Oh, 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 poor Spike! God damn it! I'm starting a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Stop it! Listener <laughs> discretion is advised. And if you don't like it. Please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. <laughs> Woo! By myself! <laughs> Stop! Now she's poking me with the extra mic! Stop! What is... This is unacceptable behavior. <laughs> Hello and welcome. I'm going to go now and talk to our audience now. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the... Recording. Mercorden, <laughs> we're gonna do some Mercorden tonight. Get the kitties involved. God damn it! Meow meow meow! <laughs> Jesus Christ! She was flipping us off earlier. I've never known a kitty to flip us off. Yeah, the kitties don't have opposable thumbs. It doesn't really work. <laughs> Apparently, this kitty has opposable. Look, she's just holding it up with hatred. Well, whatever. I'm Kathy. I'm a bit, and I am apparently. A dick <laughs> worthy of having his shit thrown all over his fucking place. Yeah. <sighs> wow, this is quite a start of a show. <laughs> one minute in. <laughs> Here we are, one minute into show, show 61. 61. And we're just now uh, going. I mean, you would think after last week when we all drank and sat calmly drinking Valentine's tea that he Which lovingly brought. Yes. Which was delicious. Like weirdo fucking, I, I don't even know... Like Valentine, listener Valentine gave us a laptop. A lot of people know who Valentine is. And he gave us, more importantly, he gave us tea. He gave which was awesome. Which Kathy and which Mark. Which they tried and, to, like, bogart. <laughs> we didn't bogart the tea, but it was You and weird. Mark were totally fucking Did you see that? that I mean, am I the only one that thinks this That's is, like, really an cool. amazing it, thing? Like, these unravels. teeny little balls that unravel into these giant leaves. So, like, yeah. when you get hot? What? What? Teeny little balls that unravel. Ah, <laughs> I see thank you. She is just fit to be tied today. You never got us tea. Valentine <laughs> is—he's got class, man. Uh, Classy as fuck, you. Uh-huh. <laughs> didn't we already establish that when we met him? Well, I just wanted to reiterate. I didn't meet him. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't believe he exists. <laughs> he's he a is. phantom. He's, he's a figment of Boogie's imagination. Ah, what else is going on with you guys? Anything going on with you guys? No. No. That's great. I'm really <laughs> excited about that. Thanks for thinking hard for the show. I went, Bring, to, I went to the La Brea Tar Pits. Ooh. Now, what is the La Brea Tar Pits for those across well, the world the that don't understand? The Tar Pits in La Brea. <laughs> Thanks, oh, Kathy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, on La Brea. <laughs> is so millions of years ago. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, these preserved tar pits, right? Yeah, There's well, there, a whole museum built around yeah, them. Yeah, they're actually still active tar pits. Um, it's deposits of tar in the earth that since the um, Ice Age, uh, 
would basically be giant death traps for the animals of the area. So say like a mastodon came walking by and it had rained, it would then be covered with water. So the mastodon would at least see the rainwater and think it was a lake and then go in thinking it could drink the water. And now it is stuck and going to die. So and then it's like cries of death. Bring other animals. Like Unger. <laughs> like Unger, Unger is reenacting. Unger, what are you doing? <laughs> he is reenacting the, the Mastodon's <laughs> death scene. <laughs> um, <laughs> Unger, thank you. A very compelling Mastodon. So, so basically, oh. the, his death cries would then bring predators. The predators would see the free meal and then jump on. And then they, too, would get stuck in the death trap. So it would be a soup of... It would just be lots and lots of dead animals. Oh. Fast forward to our time. This is amazing for us. Now they, Los Angeles exactly, is has, the tar built, pit. has built around these tar pits. And the great thing is, archaeologically, it's amazing because they're just and they're still to this day pulling up um, hundreds of skeletons. Are you like a docent at this museum? Because you could lead a tour. No. <laughs> a what? A docent. What the fuck's a do- Isn't that the, the person that goes with the stick and looks for water? What? That they like no. hold the fork stick. No, is that a bulldog? That's a dowser. <laughs> like Bowser from Shanana. We've gone uh, so far off it. Let's just get back. Anyway, to- so a friend of mine came out, and so we uh, went and visited the tar pits because we also got bored, and they had giant sloths. Oh well, in, yeah. Okay, so um, they may have had replicas of these giant sloths. Did you throw their shit all over their fucking museum? No, I did not. But <laughs> like I, I did. Poor we, Spike, I see, is still on the floor <laughs> over there. We, we, we may have we may have climbed the. Um, you broke you broke museum rules. We, we climbed. It, it was outside the museum. <laughs> oh well, and near the tar pits, which was funny because there was there. I had to laugh because there's like a family of like people with like small children like oh look everyone here's oh these two adult women what are they doing because they're taking <laughs> off our shoes and we're trying to climb up these like statues oh, tell me you got pictures we did okay good oh well that's very very good because you know we're adults spike is giving you the guilt look how <laughs> could spike you on the floor why how did you throw you? me down <laughs> now she retrieves spike Boy, spike so uh the cartoon, we're going to be making some more cartoons. I talked about that last. Easy Animator, I got that program. It's like a $10 program. Is that the one where you made That's us all the, look weird? Yeah, you guys looked weird in, in Zombie Abyss head. and, and Tranny uh, Kathy. Yeah. You have to this stop saying Kathy. that. You're going to piss people off. What? I'm just saying, well, you got to come in and do your voiceover. <laughs> I just, you guys come do your voiceover and then I won't do the Tranny Candy vo- uh, oh, Kathy God. voice. But I just wanted to say the the people at the... I mean, it's a $10 little program. It's really, really easy to work. Easyanimator.com. And they didn't freak out like the, the, the giant no, guy giant did? Up. No, no, no. Like the memory game guy. I say, he's the, the, I, I don't know. It was someone that emailed. I don't know, male or female. And they're like, hey, send me what you're working on, and I'd like to see it. And I'm like, hey, uh, <laughs> it might be a giant vagina and uh, me being weird. And he's like, I already saw your YouTube channel. and Because uh, it's a small oh. company. You're not going to scare us. And it was awesome. The person like 10 <laughs> Ten bucks. This program was ten bucks, and they came back and um, like answered emails and actually offered. He said, "You know, for the sake of art, because I had some questions about making like a vagina well, into a talking yeah. character." <sighs> and they were like, "If you send it to us, we'll just, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do one for you, and then send it, and you can put it in your thing, and that can be a reoccurring character." And I'm like, 
That's really cool. Ten bucks. That's so nice. Ten bucks, and it just and I'm your like dream a, of a talking vagina head gets. Oh be. my god! It so is the, so the people close. at Easy Animator don't have a stake up their ass like the no, game they guy don't. did. No, they don't. So if you want to learn an e- easy animation program, and make stuff for your work or friends <laughs> or you know things like that. I just love the fact I saw your YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at that point, you're like, yeah. you know what? I was listening point. to last week's show. And I, I, I don't know why space, but towards the end, you and you and I, Boogie, were fucking around and doing something. And when it comes time for Abyss to do her, and that is our show, she goes, and that is our show. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even know what you are talking about. I don't know. You're, that is I just, just remembered. What? It's hot in here. Okay? It's hot in here. <laughs> you can't use that excuse forever. Yes, yeah, I you can. can. Look, I, I dealt with hot. Okay, if you go to pervertedpodcast.com, and we're going to talk about it a little bit later, very excited. I literally spent 20 hours this weekend sitting in front of the computer. Mine died, um, so I'm in the Threshold Office computer all weekend hiding from parties. Um, That's a very generous way of saying I smashed the crap out of uh, Yeah, I did take a hatchet to the original computer. (laughs) Um, But then the new one that we got... The screen turned to Matrix, so I had to send it back, so now I'm still without a laptop. Mm. Um... But I spent the entire weekend, I didn't have a date, I didn't go anywhere, and I worked on our community building pages and wrote both guides to how to create your own, how to start your own play party at at home, and how to start a munch. And it's something that we've been talking about and talking about, and I've been dedicated to do it, do it. And I just knew it was going to be so much writing and so much work. <laughs> and you've been avoiding the shit out have, of it. And I just said, it needs to be done. We have all this experience between the three of us and Unger and, and even Sam in the room. Like, we all have a lot of experience in how to run a party. Um, we have experience at munches, how these things go. <laughs> Bring and, food. And, That's and pretty much so it. <laughs> no, it, it's really important that we pass on our knowledge because there's most most of our listeners don't have a community. Yeah, then that's the part that's really sometimes I have to remind myself because to me, I was, was talking to Boogie and he, he was saying, well, most people that have this information, we have them all. What, what do you mean? This is lame information we have. <laughs> and he had to remind me, no, it's a lot of people don't live in uh, large areas like we do. And I, I just think that's really, really sad. I feel so fortunate to live here. And to, if I had to live in an area where... Uh, I'd be lucky to do an hour drive in order to get somewhere. It would be, it would not be a fun life for me. But the good news, Miss Pessy Pessimist, is that Miss I could go on perverted podcast. That you don't have to be butthurt. You say, get to step up, and we'll we'll talk about that later. But you can go to yeah. pervertedpodcast.com and go under the BDSM education, and there's how to build a party and how to start your own munch. And it's very inclusive. There's a lot of gloom and doom because we list ILS did everything that could go wrong. <laughs> so Not when that it everything does. hits the fan. So you're prepared and risk aware. But And it's going to be science-based. As more information comes, we're going to keep updating it and put in more information as people that have created munches and parties and stuff also point out things that are relevant to you guys starting your own munches and parties. Um, then we're going to just keep updating that. And so it's. I'm just so thrilled that this is what we wanted to do is help people not just sit on their ass and go wow wouldn't that be great if i had a community to let them know that you can actually do this and get in there which is really cool right. and then i caught a pokemark a what okay what, I, what the hell i caught a pokemark so 
I've been getting suckered more and more into driving around looking for these fucking Pokemon fucking things. In exchange for? In exchange for sex, pretty much. Just (laughs) pretty much everything I do is is a bargain for some sexual activity. Mm. So, but it was kind of funny. I'm laying in in bed with Mark and we were kind of, it's like cuddle time and I spoon around her and I'm like, come on, let's do some stuff. And she's like, no, she's trying to push me off. And I literally wrap all the way around her cause she's little and I grab her and I make myself into a ball around her. And I, and I shook three times like the, fu- see, that's a cute. Rolling her eyes. <laughs> cause if you, if the ball shakes three times, then you caught the Pokemon, and you're she, talking to the one person on the. She started laughing. What you mean? It was it was funny. It, it's uh, it, it mm. was a you know was current it? current events uh-huh. current mm. events joke. Yeah. Just another day on bad life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. That is freaky. The type of things you see on bad life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened, or possibly perplexed. Squish! What? What are you doing? You got you got a silly putty all over your hands. You're squishing. So can you read your thing? I was like, wait, is that the right one yet? <laughs> For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we have talked about has specifically granted us permission to do oh so. Oh my god! Is that Showtime and HBO on the phone right now? <laughs> really? Really? Poke really? Mark? Poke a Mark? Yeah. Really? Whatever. That was cute. I went Jaja. <laughs> I, like, I like how you're still like trying to yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was cute. It was she she cute. laughed. I'm sure she did. Yeah. She laughs at everything. And you got <laughs> Shut up <laughs> oh. Oh. This is the fire is brewing. Squeeze Oh God. She has she, pink she has goo all over her hands. Oh. She's just playing with the slime. Pink goo. Alright, what do we got today, Kathy? We've got a post by <laughs> By Sapphire, who wrote something called, No, I don't think all men are rapists. This is going to be fun. (laughs) I like this topic. I thought this was was good. And then, of course, I perved all her pictures, and she's cute. Of course you perved all her pictures. uh, Leave that child alone. All right. (laughs) She says, I know damn well the vast majority of you are not rapists. However, I also know for a fact that rapists exist, and they got to be around here somewhere. So when I meet a strange man in whatever context, I have to act according to that risk, the risk that he could be the rapist, until I have better information to go on. Which means I do all these things which seem crazy to many men. And sometimes they get mad. You're acting like all men are rapists. That's ridiculous. Why do you hate men? I don't hate men. I love men. I'm just really fucking scared. Hmm. And... You know what? You have every right to be as cautious as you want. So fuck oh. off, you stupid pieces of shit. Can I get an amen? Amen. That's right, sister. I. It really. Um, I got. It, did it, it poke your buttons? It, well, it pokes my buttons. Uh, this topic pokes my buttons a lot. And what an honest thing to say when it comes down to it. It's true that that life is scary. And when you know what's out there, that there's cause to be scared as animals. Um, that's that's what we do. We have to be paranoid because we're very fragile biological creatures and a lot of shit can kill us and harm us. So that fear that you had, though, it made, you know, it made me sad to hear you say that we still live in a society where you you literally have to look over your shoulder and be this aware. But that's just the reality of being a fucking animal. Sure. 
And it's and it's not just women. I mean, anyone should be really cautious. If you're meeting new people, if you are especially in the kink lifestyle, dating, whatever, you should still be very cautious because most people suck. With any, I, I'm not even saying most people suck. I mean, because I mean, if you really look at it, okay, we all suck. That that is yeah. true. Most people do suck. Um, as a narcissist, we we really do. But I think in general, what she said was true. Most most of you aren't rapists, but to pretend, it, it's that kind of entitlement that people feel like you should trust me, nope. even though you don't know me, because I know I'm not that guy. Well, what, doesn't it make sense that there's a little bit of a screening process that you got to prove yourself to someone? Then like, is that not important anymore? It's like the same people who get mad that you tell them to put the phone away. Well, I wasn't texting. Well, congratulations. I'm glad you know that about yourself, but I'm not I didn't crawl into your brain. I don't know what's in there and I don't know what's in store for me. I remember a long time ago when I was in grammar school there was this after school special and they were showing it was something about the differences between being a female in in any society, not just in this society, or being a male. And the ne- very next day, everybody had seen it. And so on the playground, everyone was talking about it. And all the, you know, it was grammar school. It was, uh, I think, eighth, seventh or eighth grade. And most of the guys were being just pervy and disgusting as, as guys of that age normally are. But They're like we grow up out of yeah, no, I, like, I just uh, looked at Boogie. Wait a minute. <laughs> really? It's like if, Twelve. <laughs> Thank you. But I remember that there were a couple who uh, quite honestly said how stunned they were, that it had never occurred to them that women live in a, in a kind of a different altered reality than men do. That when they, and, and at the time this was groundbreaking stuff, now everybody knows, but at the time it never occurred to them that women had to be careful walking down a dark street or in a dark parking lot or they had to always mm. have their keys in their hand or they always had to take all these precautions that to them it had never occurred. And these were not, these were kids. These were not uh, guys who were big, buff, and burly and knew that they could defend themselves. They just grew up already at that age understanding that they didn't have to worry that much about physical violence imposed on them. So I I don't think this is, I mean, you know, there's a lot of violent crimes towards males. There's a lot of violent crimes towards anyone in anyone it's not this isn't just about sexual assault this is about keeping your fucking eyes open and looking around if you're an animal in the wild before you eat it you're going to sniff it if you're approaching another if you're if you're approaching an area as an animal and there's something else moving you're going to keep an eye on it and that you're right. That is absolutely true. But she's talking about being a woman and worried about rapists. And generally speaking, that means that a female is going to be nervous about a male who's coming at her, whether it's in an email, whether it's in a chat, whether they're on the dating side or whether or, or whether they're literally coming at her at a bar. Which I mean, and as a female uh, who has dealt with the dating scene, I, I treat everyone like they're douches until you prove otherwise. I hate I mean, I I heard there was, I don't know, it was some dude, some emo fucking douche. (laughs) It was like at some funeral service here years ago or something. And, uh, and, and, And we were talking about trust because something happened to somebody. I think it was the thing where the guy at Passive Arts got shot and and his partner shot him. 
and we're just like, hey, you can never know who to trust, and you can't trust. And this fucking emo douche was like, you guys are so, that's why, what's wrong with the people in America, and I trust everybody until they prove that that otherwise. Oh my God. Everyone gets the same amount of trust right off the bat, and you have to prove your distrust to me, and you guys have it backwards. And I, I literally just... <laughs> I wanted to grab him by his throat and rip out his tongue so that he would never teach that to people. And then you go, how's your trust now? Yeah, I, I just, and, and I, I, I'm sad that the world isn't perfect. And maybe you've been lucky. Maybe some of you have been lucky. There are a lot of people, and it's called sheltered. You've been sheltered either by your families or whatever, or the town that you're in is a very safe town, and nobody really, you know, you don't have any crime. There are a lot of places in the world. We have to understand, we live in Los Angeles, and there is a lot of crime, a lot of corruption, a lot of people backstabbing. We don't live in the small town um, where everyone knows everyone, and everyone's very neighborly. So there are places where you're more sheltered, But the reality is, is to completely blind yourself to the potential, because that's why these towns, when all of a sudden some Earl, you know, Earl who used to drive the school bus, all of a sudden gets a gun and kills five people, and everyone freaks out, like, I I can't believe it happened here. It can always happen somewhere, and you should always at least keep a little bit of an eye open. Yeah, but it happens, and what she describes, the guy's freaking out, it happens when you say... Well, I have to meet you in a public place, or no, I'm, I'm not, not going gonna, to I'm your not, house. Yeah, or... I'm not going to meet you at a hotel to play. Exactly. Hmm. I mean, and I, I don't I'm give... Not, uh, and, okay, and kink in general, especially with kink, you are already putting yourself in positions that are compromising. Exactly. Why the fuck would anybody, who especially coming from a bottom standpoint, who is going to put themselves in positions that require trust, not vet and expect people to not always have the best intentions... If someone is going to put them willing to put themselves in a position where they are vulnerable, they need to make sure the people they are giving that trust to are worthy of it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that was a great. Post. I'm down. I'm down with that. So <laughs> it's kind of a diagnostic. Just a, as a last, it's a diagnostic. I mean, we think this is appalling because we're like, okay, well then I'll prove. Here's my driver's license. Here, what do you need me to do to make you comfortable? Well, that's because we are not. The people that are trying that that we're engaged in the other person when people are selfish, they only want what they want and they want you to just be the puppet. Yeah. You know, you just do what I say. And and so in order for me to make you do what I say, I shame and guilt and tell you you you're a pro rapist. You know, you think everyone's a rapist. And that's just the the, you just it's a diagnostic. That's a that's a person that doesn't give a fuck about you. Ladies and gentlemen, please continue to not trust everybody until they give you the reason to trust them. Uh huh. Get her That's done. Right. Get her done. Ah. Get her done. Your, you were wearing a, a cowboy hat. I can't wear you? the cowboy hat with the headphones. I think you can make it work. My Boogie. dollar my dollar store cowboy hat. Where's I like my it. barrel full of corn? Your barrel what? You were you promised me organic corn. <laughs> organic no, you wanted GMO Genetically corn. Genetically modified corn. That's All where right. we were discussing how many gears a truck has. And <laughs> apparently I was closer. Than everyone in the room because oh. trucks need a lot of gears because they pull a lot of Why weights. Why did I open this door? Why did you open this <laughs> I don't door? No. All right. Abyss. <laughs> Should we go on? What? To our next one? I don't know. All right. Pussy. What? Oh, what? Wait. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? What? What, what was that about? Who did you call a pussy? 
No, I just said pussy because oh, I was thinking pussy. about pussy. Oh, well, okay, because I uh, look at how defensive the lady folk. Oh no, got. no, that's actually it's. Did he just call us lady folk? Lady I, folk, did. I did. No, I grab Spike and throw it at him. You know what? I'm. This is why I throw shit on the floor. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's already on the floor. What does it matter? <laughs> no, I, I will because I'm gonna I'm gonna get on a quick soapbox real quick. You go no. ahead. Yeah, this. Yeah, you brought me forth. The oh, I did. I brought. <laughs> <laughs> your hair not, turns to fire. Like, you get your staff. You are brought forth. Um, which is funny. Actually, I had this argument or this discussion. Uh, I don't know earlier this week because someone said, "Oh, stop being such a fucking pussy," mm-hmm. which really pisses me off. Because using the word "pussy" or "vagina" or whatever in a derogatory term, I flat out said, "Like I looked at the dude. And I'm all, you know what? I fucking love pussies. They're fucking amazing." And I'm pretty sure you do too. So stop using them in poorer ways, describing them as something as subpar. Otherwise, you do not belong in a pussy. Did he just slink away? He did. Did you burn <laughs> holes into his? <laughs> he, he he realized the error of his his discussion, and I'm like, really? Because which sucks because that's just a. I mean, it's the same thing as a lot of words that we culturally just used. And we don't think about it because on the schoolyard, you're all pussy fag. You know, it's you say these words and then all of a sudden you realize, oh, they actually have some meaning behind and there's somebody that might actually think about that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I've been trying to find I mean, but but pussy is a great because it's just you're so used to saying fucking pussy. Get over it. I, you know, <laughs> I have to say I like using it in a derogatory way and I like using it in a sexual way. So, so I'm, uh, I'm sexual. Not, I'm fine with. But yeah. I'm just kind of like, you know what? I like calling boogie a pussy. <laughs> I also like calling him a dick. All of a sudden, I'm all, thank you. <laughs> I love pussies. Pussies are great. They are. And they're tough. Damn. Yeah. Hey, the amount of labia medical emergencies you put yours through. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Oh. Was there another one you refused to tell us about? No, no, okay. no. I'm still like limping along laughing. Oh, man. All right. Shall I go on? Please do. <laughs> This next one is from Paige K, who wrote a post entitled, So You Think You Can Talk Dirty. Recently, I saw a conversation where someone claimed to be done learning about dirty talk. That person knew it all. Didn't matter who, he could make any woman cream herself just like that. Ain't that grand. I need to try that shit. There was one phrase that worked swimmingly yesterday, so I'll do that again. It's more than stringing together a few crude words and calling it dirty. Dirty has to fit for it to work. Is it the right dirty for your partner? Observe and notice when she reveals things about herself when she doesn't intend to. All you need to do is pay attention. You know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, you started it. No, you started you, know. you started with the, you know. No. And a, and a deep sigh. <laughs> no, I mean, because uh, the... The article is 100% correct. There's yeah. really no point in arguing. And I got you're gonna sexy ha- towards the end. You're going to be... Did, that was yeah. a good article. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, <laughs> go ahead. No, <laughs> I don't want to stop you guys' little uh, little flutter there. No. A little uh, flutter I of, wanted uh, to say that, but I'm all, i got to cut down this fucking No, nah, that shit was sexy, dude. It was. That was... Page K wrote an amazing... I like Page K because uh, we know like 80 pages. And this, one's, this one is a this, gentleman this, folks. Yes. Yeah. Spelled P-A-G-E. I don't know what Page K means. It's I don't know. He's from that's Ireland. His, that's his uh, rap name. Uh. Page K. <laughs> Kicking down with the P-A-I-G. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think it's important because, I mean, this 
all interactions, this is not just talking dirty. Obviously, that's something that can trigger someone real quickly. Um, you think, oh, I'm going to talk dirty and I'm going to call this girl a bitch. Well, we have Natisse in the other room. She will knock that will knock out. your fucking teeth out because <laughs> that's a trigger word for her. And, you know, everyone has their things. Don't call me whore. Don't call me like. And there's ones that are vague. Like you can call me a whore, but don't call me a slut. You can call me a bitch, but don't call me a whore. You know, this comes down to just understanding that every person has their own dynamic. There may be some general things that you can do like in play there's general places you can spank someone that feel good there's places inside of a pussy or on a penis that feel good there's generalities like when you just flick it in the tip that oh man you are just a you are just a goddess of magic if that's what you do especially if you get a rubber band and yep. you just sting it right on the tip <laughs> fucking dudes love that ladies ladies just learn that trick not with me um, but when you're yeah, that's the physical. The dirty talk is all about fucking with your mind. So you got to get in that person's mind to find out what messes with them and what makes and what them, turns them on. Yeah. I mean, there are certain things, and there's boundaries we push. There's people that have you know, like oh, you know, I want to take back some power over this word or that word. Or that word always kind of really bugged me, but maybe if I you know we because they know dirty talk is really. There's people that like humiliation, and then there's people that like dirty talk only with someone that they know deep down actually respects them. Well, and dirty doesn't always mean derogatory. Sure. I mean, you can have plenty of, like, just flat-out hot, sexy talk that has nothing to do with breaking them down. You can talk literally talk through fucking someone in a sensual and mm. sexual and sloppy mm. way that will just... Oh, Kathy. <laughs> in a sloppy way uh, like I'm gonna sloppy fuck Kathy uh, oh, just knock me out of it man. Oh, wow there she goes um, <laughs> but no like so the, what I really liked that he took away was the fact that you need to know your, the person you're talking there are like you had said general ways of saying like oh you're a dirty little slut blah 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 whatever and that will turn a, a large majority of people's crank but what he's talking about is literally knowing that person, the little cues that they give. Like, oh, she may not necessarily have said, I like being called this, but her tendencies lean towards this because sure. I noticed. Um, I also liked the fact that it, it really, he was talking about knowing the person. Because if someone tries to talk dirty to me and we're not on that connection, we may have some flirty flirty or whatever. But it, Or I may be in a different place. Like if someone that may have worked you know, last week and you try it this week and it's instantly hits my like, fuck you button. You know, like there were certain words where I'm like, I have to be in the mood to hear that word. You know? So that's true. It's about knowing the person you're talking to. Like velociraptor whore. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I know that gets you talk? going. Yeah. You kind of do the velociraptor. Oh, who's my little velociraptor? <laughs> See? Huh? See, there's got to be a moment for that. And then you eat her pussy. What? Oh, my God. Well, they were both great posts. Thanks so much to Sapphire and Paige K. We should check in with Anga. He Anga! just looks confused. <laughs> He's like, Anga! what the actual fuck is going on? What's going on in the chat room? Uh, oh, we well, we spent about 20 minutes talking about what food people want to peg boogie with. What? <laughs> Why would they? I mean, I am a gentle doe of a man. Uh, what kind of peg are we talking? 
Hey, the yeah, that's a, that'd would, be the next goddamn question. The kind that, that, that you would talk about. Oh. Like a domination for oh. They're talking about putting stuff up <laughs> my ass? Yep. Hollywood tell that did. room to go get a big bag I of fuck themselves. Hollywood Daddy started it. And oh, big, big fucking shock. And Sinful went with it with the magic shell again. Uh, <sighs> it's okay. Earlier, Sinful was trying and, to get Kathy to yeah. put oh, magic and, shell and on his balls. I think Sinful... Uncle Creepy's very sad that he can't sit behind Kathy and smell her hair. Oh, my God. And um, we thought I thought you were talking about organic porn a minute ago, and I was wondering what <laughs> organic, organic porn was. None of this genetically modified porn. I filled you so, with um, some asparagus. Uh, oh. Organically we grown asparagus. About that and, um, <laughs> That's yeah, that's, that's kind it. of uh, what's been going on. I love our well, freaky what do chat they, room. Now I'm all of a sudden curious. I'm <laughs> I, like, what do they want to put up my ass? Well, well watermelon, cactus. Uh, <laughs> wow, they're not being nice. No, they're not flirting. This isn't. This is just straight to. Is death. Mark still in there? What is Mark still in there? Was uh, Mark in the chat? Because yeah. Mark's not here tonight. In and out. Yeah, Mark was in earlier. Mark has some family stuff she's got to yeah. deal she, with, so she was real bummed that she couldn't in, be here. She's logged in, but not currently oh. active. I figured she was probably fanning that fire. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we got some new people that aren't talking, but are in. Tell them we They're said hiding hello. in the corner. They're, they're like, <laughs> why? I just came here to talk about carburetors. <laughs> well, you picked the wrong chat room. <laughs> they put us here. <laughs> so that's pretty much all that's, that's happened so far tonight. Well, so. Oh my god! Uh, well, all right. Well, very good. But yeah, very good, Unger. Thank you very much. All right, so we got a fetish roulette. We got a pick for uh, next week. Yay, Sam! Sam, would you do the owners? Boy, we're getting down. There's few things left in there. Few, few pieces Ow, of paper. Oh, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> What'd you do? I hurt myself. Okay, so uh, here is the oh. fetish that we are the philia fetish, whatever that we're going to talk about. Kathy, what is it? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you Stop dropping? Stop breaking my fucking house. <laughs> it hurt me. <laughs> it's an inanimate object. Well, now it knows better. <laughs> Apparently so. Jesus Christ. Uh, ready? Yeah, what, is, what are we going to talk about? Sacofricosis. Fucking uh, fuck. <laughs> Shit fucking what? <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. It's that about a, men's sacks, I guess. It's about <laughs> men's sacks being shoved down chimneys with some annoying fucking bitch with a fucking umbrella shoving it in your ass. What? Sacofricosis. <laughs> and she hands it to me. Well, by all means, <laughs> let me go and try to write some shitty jokes about sacco. Oh, it's his sacco. See? Hey there, sacco. Fric- I done told you. Fricosis. <laughs> they it for fucking fricosis. Sometimes we just want to talk about shit So here it is A random host topic, bitches <laughs> I love that Random channel. Look, sexy woman just walks in We can't say your name What? Do you have a name that we can say? No Strange whatever Just come in Alright, go Let's call in. her Brady Go to the bed She has braids She got braids <laughs> a, can a bitch stick a finger in your butt? Oh what? What? I just figured I'd start. That's she walked in late. You walk in late. late so you're, that's you're tardy. That's tardy pay. Butt? You know, hot chick walks in late. Finger in the butt. That's that's gotta be it. You you cool with that? That, look, hey, look at that. <laughs> look at that. All of a sudden, Sam Unger and I are like, whoa, she's down. What? 
I thought you were doing host topic. <laughs> yes, by all means, let's talk about some dribbly shit when we can put a finger in someone's butt. I say we what? we swap out host topic for that. <laughs> well, Kathy, thank you very much. <laughs> what? <laughs> thank you very much. Very much. <laughs> She's just Abyss is now banging her head on the mic. Hi. Did you want a couple swats? I'm just, I'm just, we're just peer pressuring you now. Come on, there's a show. There's hundreds of people listening. Hundreds. It's like a solid, like three hundred people that. There's nobody's four hundred. Right nobody's listening right now. We're recording, but no. Shit! Look, there you go. <laughs> Goodbye. What's up? It. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> She's late. Bend her over. Abyss, can you go spank her in the butt? <laughs> Don't look all affronted. <laughs> you, tardy person, go bend over the table. I'm serious about this. You think I'm joking? You come into the show late. Okay. Bend over. Pull up your jacket. Anybody listening now is going to pull be up like, your jacket. That's right. Can, uh, Sam, can you please grab the board and get it away? Flinchy already. I wasn't going to like take it out the first one. Jeez. All right, get her now. Now make her say something like, "Huh? Yeah, she can say. She can I grunt. will not be late to perverted podcast again. I guess that's what you're saying. Say it." I will not be late to perverted podcast again. Aww. Aww. Five more. Count the number. That was one. One. Two. Say the thing. I will not be late to perverted podcast again. <laughs> Three. I will not be late to perverted podcast again. Four. I will not be late to perverted podcast again. <laughs> I will not be late to perverted podcast again. And then one more. <laughs> oh, poor girl. <laughs> poor Brady. I will not be late to perverted podcast again. <laughs> that was lovely. <laughs> oh, you may sit down. You poor thing. <laughs> you may sit down. <laughs> Anybody listening to that who's going to come and sit in the audience is going to be terrified of showing up late. Damn straight. Damn straight. (laughs) Just play the jingle again. (laughs) Oh, we're going back to it. We'll go back. Oh, yeah, that's good enough. (laughs) I forgot what it was. It's me, isn't it? Huh? It is you. You're doing it. Host topic is Kathy. That knocked it right out of me. The topic was the courage to step up. Step (laughs) up. Step, Step up. Stepping up to the plate. So this started because Boogie and I were talking about how about your how to host a munch, how to host a party, and how difficult it can be for people to move past their fears and step up and do something different. So even though we're talking about in the fetish community and stepping up and either volunteering or hosting something, this really is across the board. It's any aspect of your life. But in keeping with the kink, it can be something you've always wanted to try, some some. On your kink list, like we talked about last time, that you've always wanted to do. Um, <laughs> Did you just zone? I totally, you totally zoned. just blanked. I, I just saw that look. Like, I was gonna just let it ride and just see until you started squirming. <laughs> There's a lot of things that people Damn. are afraid to start. Like people, I mean, it could be going to school. It could be starting a new career. It could be starting a business. It c- I'm just totally going to rescue you right now. Um, Send in the chopper. Well, this it, is what happens when you put a spanking right before this. Well, you know, prepared. she was late. She had to learn her goddamn lesson. This is how we do it here at Perverted Podcast. Right. But no, I mean, this is this is a great topic because 
I mean, I relate to this. How many decades of my life did I waste in fear? How many opportunities, how many amazing opportunities did I have in front of me that I literally just downplayed those opportunities because the root was my fear. I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I was smart enough. I didn't think I was good enough. I just listened to my own voices instead of the people that said, you can do this. You just got to follow a thing. There's some shit to learn, but you can do it. That was one thing I will say. Fauna used to be the great cheerleader with that. Fauna was excellent at that. I learned a lot from her. Mm-hmm. So it's. It, I think what I got from this is... Oh, stinky face. <laughs> I got some stinky face on that. Um, don't be afraid. Just because you haven't done something doesn't mean you can't. Absolutely. You know? I, but you know what? I... getting rid of those voices in your head is a lot harder than than simply saying well i'm just going to step up and do it your own personal demons the things that hold you back those are not you don't just flip a switch and get rid of them no but you have a support group but remind yes but you reminded me of of fauna and i remember watching her and thinking the same thing and even after she passed away i felt kind of the same thing from boogie when you have support, when you have people standing behind you, standing next to you, not holding your hand, but just... Shoving you in the ass. Damn, <laughs> that's the kind of shit Boogie would do. <laughs> I wouldn't want him behind me. I'd like to put my foot in your ass. Oh, God, you. I'll lube it up a little bit. <laughs> it's okay, he'll, he'll use Mark's foot. <laughs> I lost my train of thought again. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. No. You're talking about Fauna and the support, having the support uh, behind you. Yes. It's not as simple as turning on a switch and voila, now I'm going to tackle my fears. Right. Especially for people who, who have a problem with that, as I have had most of my life. I listen to those voices. It's really hard. But I remember what a, a change it was walking into Threshold and feeling that support. The people around me weren't going to do it for me. I still had to work past my courage to do it. But having people around you who are going to help you if you slip and fall, who have your back, who support you when you need the help, why that makes a tremendous difference. And in the community, at least in our community, I've been able to find that. I... I surely am all about the support, obviously, as a lifelong drug addict, bulimic, you know, all the different disorders, support groups, support uh, from people that know you and understand what your area of support needs. Um, That's all really, that's all fantastic. But there is a point that you have to step up yourself. There is a point where you do have to just say, I can do this because how are you going to know to get the support? There has to be some point in your life where you just look in the mirror and go, you know what? I may not be the best at anything because I sure the fuck am not. But I do have the ability to do something. And doing something is living. Doing nothing is dying a little bit every day. And I spent most of my life dying because I let my fears tell me I couldn't do these things. Because I was afraid of what? Failure? The fucking thing that happens every day all throughout life, you're going to fail. But if you try, if you do something, just fucking do something. I just, I can't think of how many decades I just sat in front of computers playing somebody else's fucking video games, you know, dreaming about making my own video game. All the times that I thought about starting groups or starting projects or starting a fucking podcast or being in leadership or any of those things. And the relationships, all of those things, I literally 
lived in fear of those things. And until I finally just said, I got to do something. Otherwise, I'm just going to die doing nothing. And even there's been thousands of failures, but oh, fuck. My life is amazing just by saying, I'm going to give it a try. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. What did I fucking lose? I failed before. It hurts for a couple days, and then you do something new. Hmm. Get on the bike, y'all. So get it. Yeah, get on the damn bike. And and the thing with this starting your own munch, I don't care what city you're in. You may have to drive a few miles. You know, one of the things we put is maybe you're really far from any community. So maybe you have to drive an extra half hour and be flexible also, to find a place. It's, it's not a bad idea if you are concerned about Janet and to, <laughs> to do it in another city. Not in your but town. what I'm saying is starting a munch, starting a party, um, starting a group. And working that group and finding, going out and finding that support, none of that stuff is, is rocket science. It can be done. You just have to believe in yourself because no one's going to do it. Yeah, but it's a terrifying thing not only to realize, well, I'm kinky, there's nobody in my area, so I'm going to start doing something. And then show up in public and talk to the proprietor of a restaurant or a bar. Dude, and say, fuck that. Hey, just, just, just bring donuts. Yeah, right, but it, yeah, hey. Is it in hard? In the church basement. Is it, is it, is it, yes, in the <laughs> church basement next to the Bibles, talk about kink. No, we're not going to say things aren't hard, but you know what? Life living is difficult. Going to work, you had to learn something in school. It's just a thing to learn. This yes, is- but I'm, I'm sorry, support even in the form of something that you wrote up and put on the website is a tremendous help. That is a step-by-step how, how, to. To, how to do a party. Here are the things I I'd never even thought of that could go wrong. I mean, I know you don't always like writing the the 20 different things that can go wrong but to somebody who's about to put it together that kind of information is invaluable and it goes a long way toward uh, assuaging your fears and and helping you move forward uh, that support can come in the form of literally someone standing next to you helping you do the work or somebody posting on their website these are the steps and here are the things that you should look out for absolutely so, did you guys have did they have a point from over there were they you were making signs did somebody want to say something? No, they were yammering to each other, so they got snappy finger. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> really? Really? Uh. You just got you just got <laughs> swats for being late, and now you're going to get swats for insubordination. I'll leave Brady really? alone. <laughs> Sam's going to get swats now. <laughs> we do need Stop. a squirt bottle. Like seriously, <laughs> no. <laughs> Where's that spray bottle? But no, I'm really. Ex- I mean, I'm really passionate about this because. I'm living a life now. I have a lot of failures in my life. I have tried a lot of things in the last few years. But I mean, literally up until what, like four years ago when I got sober this time, four years ago, I wouldn't take a commitment to set up chairs once a week because I thought I would fail and let people down. And I had just gotten sober and someone just said, really, it's not hard. If you don't show up, there's five other people here. Just give it a try one week. Orient, teaching orientation at Threshold was the same thing. Carlos was just like, hey, you know what? Just just try it. And if you don't, if it doesn't work, it, so, it doesn't work. Sometimes you just need that little bit of a push. And knowing that, hey, guys, even if you fuck up, it, you, you get back up. It's like falling off the bike. Get back up. Get back up. Take the class. Go to school. Start the, you know, start mapping out your business. Take a fucking risk in your relationships. Because <laughs> who's going to do it? No one. And then you're going to all of a sudden be 48 years old sitting, you know, 
sitting at a desk going, wow, I really guess I could have done something. Well, instead of beating yourself up over what you didn't do, right now, right now, just get up. You perverted podcast listener, okay, listening so. right now, I want you to stand up. Give me an amen. Just stand up right now. He's got his preacher pants now. on. He does. Were do you it. Were you a 48-year-old sitting at a table? <laughs> were you referring to you? Yes. Is he 48? I'm 48. 48. Yeah. yeah. Right. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would be awesome? <laughs> I want to hear an orgasm. Is, is it? Wait, no. We have oh, we have some yeah. more stuff to do. Oh, I'd rather hear this, an orgasm. Yeah, this song, that's good long. What? We haven't gone long. Mm. Our show's actually 25 minutes shorter than normal. Damn, really? really? Yeah. I think... uh, It's just because you're so enamored by my gorgeousness that you're like, I've been here forever just taking in all this. You see this? There's a hole in your (laughs) t-shirt. God damn it. I like that t-shirt. Oh my God. Just stop. (sighs) No. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. It's really important that we... Where's the duct tape? What? We remind you that none of us here are therapists. I not a am a therapist. <laughs> I am. If you he is need not. therapy for real, please I get am. it. Don't listen to Boogie. Seriously. I am. What, uh, what am I answering today correctly? What's, oh. What amazing wisdom am I parting? Par- what? 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 You're not, a par- you're not yeah. imparting any great wisdom. This is from uh, Anonymous. Hmm. Does not want this person's name. He, she said... <laughs> A person I've known for over a decade has a girlfriend who is a brat slash baby girl, while he himself is as dominant as they come. But neither of them know that. How they not know? I don't know. Both of them are miserable because they don't understand why they like each other so much while at the same time fight every day. In your opinion, should I tell them what's going on or should I shut up, put up with it, and then let them work it out? And in general, is it even right to break the news to such couples, even when you've known them for such a long time? What do you think? Yes! Oh. Yes! Oh, my God! Yes, damn it, Anonymous. He, she. <laughs> yes, you are a friend. Well, are they in the kink community? No, no they're not. That, I, the, this is an amazing opportunity. Just because there's not a word to define something doesn't mean that they don't have the personality. We don't have to call it kink. We don't have to call it daddy, little girl. We don't have to call it brat or whatever. But people are struggling because they have an idea. This is an identity issue where they can't just accept. They fight because they're like, I'm trying to fights are usually I'm trying to make you be what I want you to be. And you're not doing it. God damn it. Whereas when you have that discussion where you actually say, I'm going to accept what you are, it is you are going to last a lot longer. And, and the fact that they are having an identity issue, if you can see that from the outside, and you can say, maybe you don't have to use the word dominant or little I, girl. I, 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 would, I would feel that one out carefully. Uh, I, uh, I, no. I oh, do not know how you can... Po- there is no example in Vanilla Life that I can think of that you could use. You would have to use these words for this dynamic to explain to them. The average Vanilla person doesn't even know that other dynamics exist. They miss, That's the thing is, if they are not, if they are not at least even kink-friendly... Then you have to be very careful because you're you, going to get negative connotations. You just don't use those words. Really? How are you going to describe someone as a baby girl brat? And dominant. 
I mean, what the average you, what female, ad- vanilla female will go, I don't need no man to dominate me. <laughs> okay, what you're approaching now is a communication difficulty between two people because they each have separate identities and personalities archetypes. So what you are now going to address is the fact that hey, have you ever considered that maybe these are just your personalities? And you get into a discussion about personality and about the difference. Like we talked about before, that everybody has, there's some generalities, but maybe you guys just aren't seeing that you actually have some personalities that are part of your makeup mentally, and maybe you're not looking at that. And then as you get into that conversation, you can then go, some people are, are more dominant, some people are more independent, and and it comes off as, as almost feisty. You don't use the word bratty, because bratty is still the connotation of bratty means you're an asshole. Um, they don't understand our terms. But you can say feisty, or somebody that is competitive in their debates, there's other words that you can use to let people know that you guys have dynamic personality differences, and that's why you're having conflict. But if you're not using them in the terminology of kink, then it is, yes, you can point out these are the types Character traits that or, you have, but yeah. if you don't have them trans... The thing with kink is those traits are good. In the vanilla world, they're not. If you say you have a dominant boyfriend, that means he is overbearing and taking over your life. That's why you use other words to describe well, the, well, the fact that you have a you dominant boyfriend. You mean how boyfriend. you just dominantly trumped all over my fucking conversation? Well, that's because you just said it was good. We're in the kid community, so obey. No. <laughs> Did he just say obey? Yeah, he always tries that. It's, obey. Yeah, how's that going for you? Um... <laughs> Or if you say like, oh, you really like feisty or you're, you, you know, you, you, you're competitive or whatever in the female terminology in the vanilla world or non kink world that can come off as hey, you're just kind of being a little shit and you like to fight. I don't see that. It depends on, I mean, we don't have to talk about genders. We're talking about personalities of humans. Well, I didn't say gender. It could be, it's personality. Yeah. You still comes off as a little yeah. shit who wants to fight. Then I, find a better word to describe independence that you guys are both independent thinkers. And whereas maybe there's, I mean, you can, I would suggest finding out if they're kink friendly at all. That would be my first step. Step one. And how much work do you really want to put into this? Because if these were good friends of mine who didn't know anything about my kink, which apparently is the case here. Mm. They don't uh, have that's to. a heart. Mm, I think they do. This is an issue. This isn't an issue about fucking kink. This is an issue about somebody recognizing in their friends that they have certain personalities that they are fighting over. And as somebody who cares about these people in this relationship, you are you are offering yourself. You can do it really. Hey, you know what? I'm observing this behavior. Do you want to talk about it? Do you want my opinion at all? And if they say, yeah, we'd actually like your opinion, now you have an open door to start a gentle conversation. I'm not saying come in and go for the throat, but if you if you say you care about people and you're you're seeing that they're suffering in their fucking relationship and you don't and you're not willing to go in and step in and say, "Hey, I see you guys suffer like this and I just want to offer my support." If you can't do what, what kind of fucking friend is that? Well, that's not saying like there's. You can offer support without telling them how their fucking relationship. You're is. asking a question. Do you want my opinion? If they say I don't want your fucking opinion, we can have this. Then fine. Then they don't want your opinion. Just give but, them Boogie's number. 
And then gently discuss. I have had many of these conversations <laughs> with people, and nine times out of ten, it goes really goddamn well. And sometimes they're like, "Yeah, we just don't want to hear it." Fine, that's totally cool. I'm just saying, I care about you. If you start with any conversation with, "I care about you," and I I care about both you, and I think you're both amazing, interesting people, and and I see there's some communication issues. Do you want an objective opinion from someone who's not in that struggle? Most people will say yes what do you see and if you word it in 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 a loving way you're gonna at least have people know you give a fuck about I'm them i'm pretty sure that these people understand that they give a fuck about yeah. the, their friends yeah. i, I would, know personally i would be very very careful and yeah. i don't know that i want to put myself out on that limb yeah. i don't want to fix someone else's problems it's not fixing if he, if you see that, well, okay, jump to, off the goddamn cliff. I don't want to. I don't want to tell you not to jump off a cliff. I can well, see you I, got I your relationship is tanking like a motherfucker, but you know, I don't want to get involved. But also, yeah, well, sometimes no I don't want to get involved. Sometimes I want to walk the fuck away. Sometimes it is not worth it for me to go out on that limb. I have to decide on a case by case basis how much do I want to put into this. How much do I want to involve myself in someone else's drama? What kind of personality do they have? Do they have an open personality? that is going to take it or is this such a combative person that even though they're a good friend of mine i don't want to go down that why path. would you be in a fucking friendship a close friendship with somebody who's consistently combative, combative like we are <laughs> I, was gonna say, oh, really? I, I can't believe you just said that <laughs> it came out of my mouth and i'm all oh i'm gonna ah, lose this one you I? mean like you and i <laughs> i thought i had a great point and then coming out i'm like ah i'm not gonna I like think why the cure for this is a featured orgasm. I agree. I th- I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> don't even know. Uh. We celebrate your voracious sexual enthusiasm and titillate our listeners with your featured orgasm. <laughs> That's right, baby. It's my favorite segment. <laughs> oh, you know what we forgot to do? We totally forgot to tell the the subject of this one to be on. She wanted to be here on the what for it. Never mind. Oh, she didn't. Yeah. Well, whatever. I'm an idiot. I forgot. I, I didn't even realize. I told him it was going to be. I told Ramon, uh, Ramon. and uh, my Michelle that this was going to be next month. So you know, uh, did you tell them when? Yeah, I should. on the show. You know, we have four of them. Because they're so great. I'm Sometimes sure there's five. a fabulous story behind. I'm this sure one. there is. Well, we'll I'm sure we're here. exciting. Okay. Excited to hear but it. I want to hear it. Hey, I have heard that woman through the walls here at the club. <laughs> and, and, you, and Oh, my God. And let me tell you. <laughs> what happens when you do you, this? You <laughs> will hear. You will hear again. Oh. <laughs> and this is. Uh, so, yeah. So, this is my Michelle and Ramon being Ramon. playful at a party. I don't know which party it was. Uh, I'm kind of assuming it's a private rental. It was. A, no, it was oh, that's right. It was It was a private rental because they were recording. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm like, like, what's going on? I hope it was a private <laughs> rental. <laughs> no, it was a private rental party. So, they, they could. They Unger were, is oh, gesturing at yours. So, I'm it, assuming. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's pointing at, uh, at. It was mine? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was my private rental. Yeah, it was your private oh, rental. Sh- I don't do a private rental. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody knows now. <laughs> you do. <laughs> so, uh, are you guys ready for this? I want everyone to just sit back and... Uh, How long is this? Let's end the show. It's just a minute of glory. And, and once good. again, this is this is somebody's sounds. All sounds are awesome because oh, yeah. you're, having, you're having your sexy time. And let's just go into the calm, relaxed sensuality of Ramon and my Michelle. Ah! <laughs> 
Thank you, Perverted Podcast. Thank you, Perverted Podcast. Good little slut. (laughs) (laughs) Bravo! That was amazing. My favorite part was the... Oh! (laughs) You dick! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love them. She's so great. (laughs) And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record next to if you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to all of our guests and hosts and people in the chat room. Thank you to Sam. <laughs> wait and a minute. Wait. I'm co- uh, I- Unger, did you just go over and sniff Abyss's sniff hair? That was, uh, that was Hollywood Daddy. That was, no, da- no, that was, that was Uncle, fucking Uncle was Creepy. Was that Creepy or Daddy? Who, who made her do that? Who I know it? you just did. Who that. was it? Because you weren't subtle about it. <laughs> you tried to sneak over. <laughs> You're a big man to sneak over. Who? Who? <laughs> um, Hollywood Daddy and Sinful. Uh-huh. Oh, little shit. Tell them they got I, and the I'm sniff. I'm sure now and Nancy's rooting for me to have done it. Hey, 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 fuck hey. off. <laughs> Y'all can fuck off. Right, Complete. I, I think we. I think with Sam. Oh, thank you, Sam. Woo! And Brady. Woo! And Unger. Woo! And everyone in the chat room. Woo! And Boogie Abyss and myself. Woo! <laughs> if you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail dot com and visit pervertedpodcast dot com. <laughs> oh, jeez. And finally, ladies and gentlemen. The final thought from Count Boogie is, God damn it, just take a little risk. Take a teeny little risk. Who gives a fuck if it doesn't work out? There is amazing life out there. You are amazing. Be the amazing that your brain has known for millions of years that it is. Don't listen to other people. Don't listen to yourself. Just go for it. Amen, preacher. Go for it. <laughs> amen. Everyone say amen. Amen. Glory to glory. What? what? Well, I wasn't going to say uh, glory to Jesus. I was, I was like, where weird. are we going with this? Uh, I don't know. Glory, glory to, to my penis. Everyone glory say it. Uh, no. Glory to my penis. Glory to science. Glory to science. <laughs> science. Orgasms. Science. <laughs> orgasms. Do you guys want to listen to my Michelle's orgasm yes. again? Hitting her again. I love that woman. What is he hitting her with? Like a shoe or something. Like a work boot. You dick. I love that. Say thank you, perverted podcast. I love them. I fucking love them. Sam, I am played in 27 theaters. Uh. (laughs) All right, that's it. All right, bye, guys. Bye.